It is Thursday, March 2. This is the Big Sports Breakfast on Sky Sports Radio. A very good morning to you if you are just tuning in to Premier League games this morning. Both are scoreless. Arsenal up against Everton, Liverpool and Wolves. And last night in the cricket, the Aussies finished 4 for 156 at Stumps after rolling India for 109 on an absolute dust bowl there in indoor. The pitch, let's face it, it was an absolute joke. But the Aussies are on top. Outstanding start. We've got Parramatta and Melbourne tonight. Round one of the 2023 NRL season. And it is a joy, a pleasure to welcome back after she brushed us. <laughs> How dare she? For 12 months. Yvonne Sampson from Fox Lee yes. in the studio. <laughs> you're back. You're back. Live and sweaty in the studio. <laughs> so just what have you been doing for 12 months? Oh, I had a little baby. Oh, okay. Which has been good. I um, suppose that's a fair enough excuse. Yeah, no. I would yeah. uh, I would have loved to have been in here, but um, yeah, the feeding and the crying, and that was just me, not him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's been, it's been an incredible last year, uh, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be allowed back with my favourites, but here I am, so Thank you. I can't believe, Vonnie, when we spoke outside the studio just before the 7 o'clock news, he's nearly won. Yeah, I know. It's gone quick. Wow. I know. They do Jeez. say that, don't yeah. they? It's, um, yeah, it's been phenomenal. And who, I don't know. I left it so long to have a baby. I don't know why. They're great. Yeah. Why didn't anyone tell me how good babies are? I love it. 60 mm, 40. I'm not so sure. 60 40. I don't know. I'm obsessed now. Like, nah, I'm now yeah, one of those people. Amazing. Like, yeah, I'd go no, over and... you look great too, oh, Von Star. You, you yeah. look great. How, how have you found that... Because um, you haven't stopped working either. Like, you've still had stuff going on. You've been so busy. I think a lot of people take for granted... Um, like, again, I'm envious of every mother. I think I think women are, are built to, to be uh, mothers. They just have this natural intuition where they, they know what to do. They know how to do it. Where, from my perspective as a dad, I'm still, I'm like... Ring Kelsey Lee's mum, ring Kelsey Lee's mum. But how do you find that balance between being able to, you know, be the mum you want to be, um, be the wife you want to be, but then also you, you're so busy work-wise? Yeah, I think that's the thing. You can you can have it all. Yeah, you can. really can. I think you, you do have to compromise on some things. Um, and I was always a bit worried, Pup. Like, I was like, oh, gosh, what sort of mother am I going to be? And then I realised I've been mothering footballers yeah. for <laughs> my, my whole career. Good so point. Good it point. was actually a yeah. breeze. <laughs> um, but no, it, it is. And it is a bit of a balance. I mean, you can't say yes to everything. Mm. Um, you've got to be a little bit more efficient with your time. And um, and you've just got to prioritise. And, and of course, you, you know, your, your family comes first and foremost. And um, and then to throw on top of everything, we decided to do a renovation. So oh, we're, we're living God. in an Airbnb at the moment. And oh. it is just so tight. It is a tough carry. Um, but anyway, it's yeah. hopefully we'll be back into our house soon. And, um, and we'll have a bathroom. What a luxury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, your husband, Chris, has got a new job. Uh, yes, He's yes. working on radio for yep. 2GB yes. in the drive. Ship. I tell you what, he's got How's a newfound respect for you, Blokes. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Um, do you know, TV is so different. I mean, it's all about that that quality for such a short amount of time and you you know you've got to get all your words right and hit the right marker and blah 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 I think for for radio all of a sudden he had so much more space and so much more to say um so he's yeah he's loved it he's loved jumping in it was a big decision to step away from the channel 9 newsroom yeah. um and yeah and he's, he's still doing a little bit of tv I think he'll be part of the election coverage coming up um but he's uh yeah he's he's loving it uh and of course then he comes home and he's full of opinions and I'm like oh no I don't care can you just do bath like <laughs> Change that nappy. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't listening. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what that's like, me, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big time. Well, let's, <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> no. Well, I was going to ask. I was going to ask how he's feeling about the dragons being oh, uh, grim. A dra- <laughs> grim. Yeah. He feels so low about it. Oh. <laughs> I think all the fans do. Oh. And it's, it's a shame, isn't it? Oh, that we, we're shocking. thinking before a ball has even been kicked. Yeah. One of the big clubs, we're thinking it's doom and gloom. Well, yeah. But does it, Vonnie? Do, like, you've been around footy for long enough. Does this... Like, is it a given that they're going to have a poor season? Or could this be the opposite? Could this be them saying... Because I feel like, again, talking about Warney, anytime there was something off the field, it brought out the best in him on the field. Yeah. Is, is this the opportunity maybe the Dragons are crying out for? This could galvanise the Dragons. Mm. And look... Look at last year. The Cowboys made mugs of us all. We all thought the Cowboys were going to struggle. Shows out, you know, that we know nothing. So I think the Dragons could use this and, and you know, recapture some of that, that beautiful red V, the magic, that all yeah. that stuff that's been missing, that connectedness, um, you know, backs against the wall. They could do that. Um, but, yeah, it just looks like it's going to be a long season. I think we didn't see much through the trials, which didn't help. But, I mean, how much do people care about the trials in the sense, does Ricky Stewart lose any sleep about what happened at the trials? Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I think hopefully it's not going to be as bad as everyone predicts for the Dragons because they don't deserve it. Um, ben Hunt, I think, is coming off the best year of his career. Uh, Queensland don't win State of Origin without Ben Hunt, um, but he can't do it all on his own. And yeah, it's just, it's going to be a, a, a different year for the Dragons, but hopefully uh, not as bad as everyone thinks. What, what about Penrith? Because they're going for three in a row, four grand finals <laughs> in a row, which is a magnificent achievement. Um, and for me, they were the standout team last year. Do you still see them as the benchmark, or do you think they've dropped back a bit given the loss of you know Kikau and? Abbott Coruscant in particular. Yeah, Isaiah Yo, their captain, called it panther poaching. And I guess this is yeah. what we're seeing, the salary cap in action. And that's the price you pay for success. You can't keep all these players together because yep. all of a sudden they're worth a different amount and, and people come for them and you, and you completely appreciate that. Uh, what's harder than winning a premiership is is winning another one. Mm. What's almost impossible is winning a third. And I don't think anyone's done it since the years, about 40 years ago. Right. So... Is is in the modern game, is a three-peat even possible? I mean, Cooper Cronk said, yeah, of course they can go back to back to back. Even though he was so close at Melbourne, he was so close at the Roosters. But he said the the key for the Panthers is their defence. If they double down on defence, if they they keep that rhythm. So you'd see the Panthers come out, they'd get the jump in the first 20 minutes, they'd get the ascendancy yeah. and then just sort of keep you at bay and fend you off yeah. and, and, you know, hold on and suffocate you out of the game. If they can keep that rhythm up, that would be fantastic. But yeah, a third title would be absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we know, we've heard about the nursery out there. We know, you know, Nathan Cleary will be one year better. I think Nathan Cleary is probably primed for a Dally M run. Um but yeah, I mean, three in a row. It's it's hasn't been done for a long, long time. But maybe these Panthers can do it. We picked our top eight yesterday, yes. and, and I think all three of us probably had four or five teams fighting for that number eight position. Um, we were giving great praise for our top eights too. By <laughs> we the way. Yeah, we yeah, got yeah, an absolute <laughs> hiding. How's the feedback going? Oh yeah, I love the text oh. line. It's my best friend. Why? It's my best friend. He Why loved it at have... the start of the year. Oh, oh, oh yeah, it was awesome when we first came back. How were your holidays, Clarky? Oh amazing! Had a wow of a time. Thanks for asking. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean holidays? I didn't go anywhere. What are you talking about? Oh my god. And just for people yeah. listening, so when you come into the studio here, there's four screens. Two of them are 
up with just it's these texts that you all text in. Yeah, the, you know the, the two in. that are blank. That's because I turn them off because <laughs> I can't cop four of them. But it's just a, 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 a you just get trolled in yeah. real time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's traumatic. You're just on Twitter, <laughs> just on Twitter, twenty four seven social media. Here it is. But we how do you see, Vonnie? How do you see teams like? Um, I reckon this year there's there's a lot more expectation around the Bulldogs. I think there's a lot of pressure on Kevy Walters and the Broncos because of their stock. Um, you know, Loz has still got the Raiders squeezing into their eight. I've got Parramatta still in my top eight. We've spoken about the uh, Manly and, and Tommy T, how important he's to that team. I just feel like there's, you know, there's five, but there's probably seven teams where you go... Are they making the aid or... So you've written off your Tigers then? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. Most importantly. <laughs> mo- and most importantly, I put the Tigers as, as, in ninth position. But, you know, I, I think we've got... There's some expectation on some teams before a board's been kicked. There's huge expectations because lots of changes have happened. Mm. And I, like you talk about the Broncos, they were a top four team last year. And then yeah. it just sort of shriveled up and withered on the vine and died. And I think they they understand what that losing streak did for them. They're a lot more mature this year. But you're right. There's so many different elements into these teams. I think it's a very open top eight. Mm. And that's what makes mm. this top eight really tough. I, I just scribbled, you know, like... Like, I've got the Cowboys, in no particular order, Cowboys, Eels, Sharks, Panthers, Rabbitohs, Storm, Broncos, Roosters. But you could make a case. I I don't know if the Bulldogs squeak in this Mm. year. They're certainly on the up. Is it this year, though? Probably Mm. not. Um, But there are so many... you know what? The Dolphins aren't going to be as bad as everyone tips either. There's there's no way that they're going to run well, stone motherless. Go on. No, go on. Well, go I, on. Voss changed his mind 15 times why? yesterday for our wooden spoon. Does this ever happen to you? Like You're you're supposed to be the expert. Like, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. Yes. So you give your opinion and then you listen to about two or three other people and you go... Yeah, they're right. No, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. Yeah. They sound, they know what they, they're talking about. They sound like they know what they're talking about. So I wanted to change my wooden spooners. <laughs> I went war, uh, Warriors, but I don't think the Warriors will get it now. I'm going the Dolphins. No way. I went Dolphins. Why? Because yeah. they're new? Uh, I think because their stock, if they get a few injuries, I don't think they've got enough stock. I don't necessarily like. I'd love to see him do. I'd love to see him win six, seven, eight games. I think that'd be great for the NRL and great for them and their supporters. But I just feel if they have a couple of big injuries early on in the season, I just don't think their stock's there. Yeah. See, the, oh, now I'm convinced. I don't. You know, but, no, but you're right. I think injuries will play such a yeah. huge part, and they always do for any premiership tilt, right? Um, and any you know any aspirations you have for the year, you get a, a few. And there's a num- but there's a number of teams like that. Absolutely. As well. Like Absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm worried about, you know, Abby Coruscant for the Tigers. I think he's that big a player. If he gets injured, or even when he goes, for, I'm assuming he gets selected for origin, I'm worried how does our team look then? And that's one player. Imagine if you get a couple of the big fish injured. You know, I, I don't know. I just think that's going to be significant this year, probably more than it was last year. Well, our Fox Sports Lab, I don't know how this actually works, but anyway, they put all the, the metrics into it and it spits out who's going to win and who's going to lose. And So it, the, the Fox Sports Lab has the West Tigers as running last, as getting the spoon, okay. but that's because they don't have the metrics around Apicorosau yeah. and Isaiah Papali'i and Dave Clemmer, who's looked fitter than ever, yeah. um, John Bateman. So there was none of that information that goes into the equation and the algorithm that it's bits out but it goes to show had the West Tigers not made those recruits Mm. it was going to be a really tough year Okay, uh, just again, if you're just tuning in uh, apologies, our audio streaming on the app is down and I'm told 
the boffins are, are looking after it. They're trying to fix it, but we do apologise for well, that this morning. Can't have a look at it, Loz, uh, can you talk? Can you go and have a meeting with the tech team? <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Of course I do. Loz is still, still paying cash. Yeah. He'll fix them. <laughs> yeah, I can pay cash. <laughs> but amongst all the texts about it, there's Chris at Canandra who says, I'm pumped, boys. Been harvesting grapes all night, but some Metallica woke me up. Plus Yvonne, plus bring on the footy, go the Tigers. Good on you, Chris. Well, Loz went and got his hired muscle and got the job done because I've just been told that streaming is back on the app. So there you go. Get on your loss. Cash is king. Yvonne Sampson from Fox League joining us if you're just tuning in. And Vonnie, as a Queensland gal, uh, to have the Dolphins in the Premiership, historic year, of course, and to have a pure Brisbane rivalry. What does that mean for the NRL and for, for rugby league in Queensland? Oh, it means so much. I mean, anyone that is a QRL fan or a BRL fan traditionally, they know the Dolphins. They know Redcliffe, even though they don't use Redcliffe anymore. But uh, this is a club that's been around and established and cherished and celebrated for 75 years. And I think it's actually, Terry Reader, their CEO, was telling me it's actually still the only club now that you can be a Dolphin from the under sixes all the way through to the NRL. So this is not Unreal. this is not a club that's been transplanted or manufactured. It's not a franchise they've invented and, and transplanted somewhere. Yeah. This the everyone loves the Dolphins. Uh, they are well well regarded, well respected, and I think. Now we've got a bit of a crosstown rivalry. The Wayne Bennett element just adds so much intrigue to it. Um, and, you know, Kevy Walters will be up for that fight. Uh, I went, I was lucky enough to go up um, a couple of months ago to the Dolphins and have a look at their training session, their first open training session. I got there at 5.30 in the morning because we're going to open KO Stadium. The line was around the block of fans and every single one of them had a Dolphins training shirt or jersey. You cannot get a Dolphins merch anywhere. It is all on back order. So you you talk about, oh, how are they going to be? You know what? They are, secondly, the most commercial team in the NRL. They are number two in, in terms of sponsorship. So they've got the money. They've got the history. They're ready to make their mark in the NRL. They're so very proud to be the first BRL, QRL team to now ascend into the NRL. Um, and I think they're going to go well. Yeah, it's going to be a tough first year, but mm-hmm. that's exactly how they'd want it. Mm-hmm. Wayne's recruited tradesmen-like, huge work ethic kind of blokes. Everyone's made the joke, yes, Wayne Bennett might be the, the most uh, important and marquee signing that they made. But um, I think Christian Wolf's got a huge future in coaching whenever that transition happens. And yeah, I'm, I'm on the Dolphins train. I think it'll be great. And in terms of the rivalry across town, the battle is round four. And we've already circled it in our calendars. And uh, it's just going to add a little bit more because, you know, let's not, let's not, let's not kid ourselves. There are lots of anti-Bronco supporters in Brisbane. And it, this goes back traditionally to the yeah, Super League because cool. God let anyone forget about Super League. So I think for, for rugby league fans, they might not be Broncos fans, um, but you can bet your bottom dollar they'll be Dolphins fans. You said a key word there, history. And I think this is where some of the other codes get it wrong. You can't just create something. The Dolphins, I think, will work because of that word. The fact that that club has such a history in that region already has a supporter base, of course, and with the anti-Bronco sentiment that does exist as well, yeah. as, as well as the obviously uh, enormous amount of support they have. What sort of crowd do you think we'll get on Sunday 
at Suncorp for their first game. You know, it's going to be really special. So they, the Dolphins were um, uh, very adamant that they wanted to, again, respect their history, respect their past. And a big person of their past is Artie Beetson. He, he arrived at Redcliffe in the early 60s, I think, Laws, when he left Roma and, and then took Dolphins to their first premiership in the BRL. So then, of course, Marty um, became our immortal and, and very beloved rooster. So for the Dolphins to play their first game in the NRL against the Roosters. Yeah. Artie's family are going to be there. They're going to have the Artie Legacy awesome. Medal. That'll yeah, be given to the player so of the good. match. And you think about this. I mean, sometimes rugby league has a beautiful romance to it. It'll be at Old Lang Park, which is now Suncorp Stadium. Arthur Beetson's bronze statue is out the front. His family will be there. You know, it's going to be something really special. So talk about the crowd. I think I think you're going to be really surprised. I think there's going to be so many Dolphins fans. Yeah. Um, and even though, you know, the Roosters are very... Very well supported, very popular team. This is going to be a predominantly Dolphins uh, crowd. And, yeah, the Roosters are going to get a tough reception. But um, I think, yeah, it's going to be really special for the club. And they they, they want to kick off the right way. Arsenal 2-0 up against Everton at halftime in the Premier League this morning. And Liverpool and Wolves is scoreless. And there's 36 minutes gone in that game. But uh, we've got Yvonne Sampson from Fox League joining us. And we're going to preview each and every game. Of round one of the NRL season, and it all starts tonight between Parramatta and the Melbourne Storm. The Markowitz tab has the Eels two dollars five, the Storm dollar seventy seven. The line is skinny one and a half. Parramatta the plus, and some uh, late team news here as well. Bailey Simonson, who suffered a shoulder injury in the grand final last year, he's out and will be replaced by well former Storm speedster Isaac Lumi Lumi, and. Uh, Vonnie, this is a very hard game to tip to start the season because both teams are pretty depleted. Who are you with and why? Well, first of all, I'm so thankful the footy's back. Um, Even though we had an extended year with the the World Cup, which was brilliant, and we got a little bit of some little crumbs through uh, the... NRL trials, um, they're still such a huge appetite and it's my favourite day of the year. The NRL is back. So Melbourne, as we know, have not been beaten in round one for about 21 years. It's an incredible start. But bizarrely, Para have won their last four straight against the Storm and Mm. Craig Bellamy hates going to the old Cumberland, uh, which is now Combank Stadium. They've lost three of their last four there. So depending on what sort of hoodoo you want to buy into, either of these teams, Quinn, I've, I've tipped Parramatta um, because I just think Gutho, Brown, Moses, um, I'm fascinated to see how Josh Hodgson goes. I know uh, Brad Arthur said he was he overcooked it just slightly through the trials and that will be a work in progress, but he is an absolute competitor. He's a total pro. And to see him go up against Harry Grant, who I adore, I think there's so much upside to Harry Grant. He'll be uh, increasingly important for the Storm. He's got such great ability, awareness around the ruck. He's got um, a a massive engine. Uh, He just gives the Storm everything that they're looking for. And and just, if you look at the the Munster-Hughes Brown Moses situation. Two quality halves, sets of halves. Um, it'd be great if Mitch Moses came out and said, "That's it, boys. Today I'm re-signing, recommitting to Para." Mm, do you think he Let's will? Geez, it'd be good timing, wasn't yeah. it? We we spoke to him at the trials, and I said, "Mate, do you want to do you want a decision before we kick off?" And he said, "Absolutely." So anyway, it's sort of lingering around, yeah. but today would be a, a wonderful kick along uh, for Para if they're looking to start the season. 
and I know how disappointed they were to miss out last year in in that grand final. Um, Melbourne have always, you know, we're, we're always waiting for Melbourne to to fall by the way. They've, you know, when they lo- lost Cronk and then Smith and then Slater and and Gi back in the day, but this year's different. They've lost a lot of experience in the forwards. Uh, the Bromwich brothers uh, and Felice Kafusi are now Dolphins. Brendan Smith's now playing his trade in the eastern suburbs. So it's a different kind of accommodation that Craig Bellamy's had to make for this year. It's it's not those strike power, those superstars and immortals in waiting. It's, it's a different kind of loss that the Storm are experiencing. Um, if you're looking for someone, there are huge raps on this. Kiwi Rugby Sevens recruit... Will Warbrick. Have you heard about him, Loz? I, I, I watched him play pros, uh, probably half a trial match. Um, Who did they last play? I can't even remember. I think it was Warriors. It was it the Warriors? Yeah, yeah it was. And um, he's a massive man. Massive. So yeah. 193 centimetres, which is six foot three in the old scale. About 105 kilograms, 24 years old. He's a silver medalist from the Tokyo Olympics. He's been adapting his game to league in the Q Cup. He was a leading try scorer for the Sunny oh, for the Q Cup. He had, he had 10 tries in 14 yeah. games uh, for the Sunshine Coast Falcons. If you look at how tall and threatening Will Warbrick will be, and then on the other side we've got um, Xavier Coates, how much aerial threat does that give the storm in, in terms of if they can put the ball anywhere near yeah. those two, there's no way you can take it off them. So, mm. look, the storm are going to be magnificent. I've tipped the eels for tonight, but I can't. There is no better way to kick off an NRL season. Yeah, the four, uh, four, the the storm are a very very good team, and I love the way they compete. And Craig Bellamy has just drilled their, that into this team. But with no Pappenhausen and Olam to start the season, their depth does look a little bit skinny for mine out wide. Uh, all that experience missing from the forward pack is a concern. Uh, but then you look at the Eels are missing four from their forward pack in last year's grand final. So that's uh, a big loss for them. I think home ground advantage. I hate tipping against Craig Bellamy in round one, and I hate eulogising the demise of the Melbourne Storm. But I think they go backwards this year. And I think Parramatta go backwards, but I think Parramatta will start the season off on the right note. Melbourne Storm, for me. I'm changing my tip because I think these guys know what they're talking about. I'm going to go Parramatta. You do that. You're doing a me. Yeah, I'm doing a you. (laughs) But you're an expert. That gives me me more reason to stick with Melbourne Storm if (laughs) you're going So double down on the Storm. (laughs) (laughs) All right, 6 o'clock tomorrow night. And this game is in Wellington, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, Sky Stadium there at Wellington. The Warriors are $1.55 favourites against the Newcastle Knights, $2.45. Four and a half is your line with Tab Warriors, the minus. The Warriors, Vonnie, wheeling out some recruits uh, galore, actually. And the Knights, well, this new spine, so talked about, and Caelan Ponga's move from fullback into 5'8". And he's not, the, he's not Robinson Caruso there. Some of our greats have made the same transition. There's so much pressure on the Knights as a club. Of course, they're NRLW, uh, our premiers, so they, they've got something to celebrate, but that. People want to see a difference in the Newcastle Knights this year. Uh, no much more uh, pressure or primary focus, obviously, on Kalen Ponga. Listening to Billy Slater talk about Kalen and his experience with KP in origin and, and how Billy was able to unlock the best of him. And he said he's got all the physical tools you could ever wish for. Um, he, he obviously has to adjust his decision-making in terms of defending in the front line. But there, Kalen Ponga is so courageous and, and just can make those big calls, make those big tackles. But as we've seen in the past, when he's 
targeted, it is pretty hard. Ooh. And if he's the only threat in the Knights, then they just move up on him quick. Um, so I, I want Kalen Ponga to succeed, but he can't do it all on his own, obviously. Looking at the trials, Jackson Hastings just does not stop talking. Like He is obviously the conductor. He's the organiser. We heard rumours out of the Knights dressing rooms in pre-season that in, in the sanctum there in Newcastle, Jackson Hastings got up, spoke about their expectations this year, shirt-fronted Kalen Ponga and challenged him to win the Dally M this year. So the, that is where they want Kalen Ponga to be, and everyone would love to see that. Uh, Lockie Miller makes his debut at fullback. He was the other one that I really loved from the trials. Uh, he was just like a Jack Russell, just never stopped, ball-obsessed, and didn't mind taking on the big blokes. I, I'm really excited to see how he goes. Uh, for the Warriors, this is the first time in 25 years that they will be able to kick off their season at home on a Friday night. And as you mentioned, Mido, it is in Wellington. Uh, and then you coach Andrew Webster's challenge, Sean Johnson. You talk about players under the pump. Sean Johnson has uh, arrived to the Warriors, a chorus of criticism. They just want to see something that they, you know, that he's too Ooh. slow. He doesn't have the flashy stuff anymore. He now just needs to drill back on what his legacy will be and how does he uh, leave the game. And, and I love that Tamari Martin is back in partnering him in the halves. Um, and as you mentioned, Dylan Walker's one of about half a dozen uh, mm. debutants for the Warriors. I've tipped the Warriors at home. Uh, it'll be a great crowd at Wellington. Yeah, I've gone the Warriors. I want to see a harder edge to this Newcastle team because when I watched them play at times last year, to me, they just didn't compete as hard as they should have. And I'm looking for a harder edge. And they need to get that from Kalen. I think Kalen, in terms of his body language, needs to carry himself a little bit differently. Because when I watch him play, and I love watching him play, but he looks... And again, this might be just the perception of it. It looks like he, he's just, oh, well, happy to go with the flow. Whereas I'd love to see him, you talk about shirt front, like behind the try line, like ripping into guys and getting them to do something different. And if they're stuffed up, make sure that they know they've stuffed up and how they're going to improve it. That's what I'd like to see from Kalen this year on top of playing at six, getting used to the adjustment of playing in the front line defence. But I just want to see him a bit more animated, a bit more passion. The care factor. Dial it up. Yes. Dial yes. it up. Yeah, and I think Newcastle Knights fans want to see that as well. And I think if he... Because he's a natural leader. I think people will follow Caelan. Yeah. But if he's just sort of going through the motions, they haven't got anyone to fall in behind. Whereas I think he's got the capabilities to do that, but we just haven't seen him, him express himself like that. But I, I think at home, the Warriors win. Knights. Oh, jeez. Jeez. There we go. <clears throat> Warriors for me I as love well. this belligerent frame of mind during the sorting. <laughs> what about our Knights too? Just Knights. <laughs> yeah. Expert. I'm going against you, expert. <laughs> Penrith and the Brisbane Broncos. Penrith Park. The Premiers are $1.20. 12 and a half point favourites with Tab at the line. Brisbane, $4.50. No Reese Walsh yet, Vonnie. And, uh, well, we'll see Selwyn Cobbo there at the back. Uh, made some pretty colourful comments in the uh, podcast over the summer. And even called Jerome Luai a grub. We love that, though. Bring on the rivalry. I love it. Kevy Walters sent me a text this week and, and just sort of said, look, the Broncos are ready to climb this Premiership Summit in 2023. Their belief is sky high. I think they've understood what the losing streak was and how disappointing that was. They've learnt from that. Paddy Carrigan has come out. He said he took that personally because he was suspended for the last month of that season. So he wasn't out there to help. He was just, you know, standing on the sidelines, watching it just fall away. Uh, Payne Hart 
past, Jordan Rickey and Tom Flegler are more hardened competitors because of that experience. I think Katoni Staggs and Herbie Farnworth are such strong competitors. Uh, Corey Oates was the second highest try scorer last year behind Alex Johnston. And you talked about uh, Reese Walsh. Along with Selwyn, Selwyn Cobbo, I think they are two of the most captivating young talents that we have in the NRL. So the Broncos are full of belief. Uh, They are very up for this one. Um, It was Ivan Cleary's birthday yesterday, gents, 51 years old. Um, And, of course, it's Ivan's job to keep this fire burning, this premiership fire burning in Sydney's west. Uh, Look, I, I think the Panthers are utter pros. I think the World Club Challenge caught them off guard. I think St. Helens got out up in their face. They brought the baseball bats um, and they took that so seriously and they they, they rattled Penrith and, and look, Penrith just through sheer Nathan Cleary goodness and, and you know, they got they push that game into mm. golden point. But no way were Penrith the better team on the night. Um, and given how dramatic all the weather was, and I don't know, I, I, I was surprised at, at the way they went about that World Club Challenge. Had they had their time again, they'd probably approach it a little bit differently. But um, I've tipped the Broncos. I, I don't know. I, I, there was something about the Panthers, oh, and I think mm. the Broncos want to get up in their I, face nice and early. Why I, not? I, I think the market it, should be a lot way closer. over the odds. Yeah, the Broncos. Broncos. I, Couldn't I, agree more. 100% they are. You, you look at the Broncos interchange bench, you've got Flegler and Marty Tapao. Hmm. So they've got the forward muscle to be able to um, go with, with Penrith. I, I like the Broncos' back line, but the only question mark I have over them is how much have they improved because in every one of their players, Ezra Mann, uh, Herbie Farnworth, Katoni Staggs, Corey Oates, Selwyn Cobbo, Reese Walsh, he's not playing in this game, but when they're at full strength... They've all got a massive clinger in them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they, they, they all have one in them a game. So <laughs> At it, least. Yeah, yeah. But if they eliminate that, their threat out wide is massive because yeah. they've got so much natural talent. Yeah. But you can put your team under pressure by having that one mistake at the wrong time, and they all seem to have that in them. Um, very rarely do Penrith lose two in a row at home. And I, I wasn't... Um, Look, I was surprised they lost to, mm. to St. Helens. So I'm expecting to get Dylan Edwards back. We make a response. big difference. A yeah. response, yeah. yeah. And that drive. So I'll go with Penrith, but I don't think it'll be easy. And I, don't, I think the market have got it wrong. Panthers. Brisbane. Yes, Mido. I, I, yep, I'm with you, Vonnie. Uh, okay, we've got one more game to get through before a break here. We've got Manly and the Dogs. Fascinating game. Three o'clock, Brookvale, Saturday afternoon. Manly, $1.58. The Dogs, $2.40, plus four and a half. The Dogs at the line. The Seabold era at Manly v. the Seraldo era at Canterbury. It all starts at Brookvale. I can't wait. Both of these clubs are on the major improve. Um, the Seagulls won the preseason challenge. They were super impressive. And, of course, the Bulldogs have been applauded for all that rebuild and, and the belief that's going in around Belmore. Manly feel more refreshed. Uh, they feel a little bit more hopeful under Anthony Seabold. And anyone who's had anything to do with Manly, they can be quite a closed club. All of that feels a little bit more open and mm. a little bit more, um, yeah, positive. And, and look, we've got the man we've been waiting 10 months to see, Tom Trebojevic. Thank God. Welcome back to the NRL, Tommy, because I, Manly, you know, they want to try and move away from just being a Tom Trebojevic team, but I think they should embrace it. Tom is 
one of the best players we've ever seen. So let's just embrace it. Let's just be honest about it and make him the priority and celebrate the fact that he is back and celebrate the fact that he does make such a huge difference to your team. And I I just hope that his body is ready to carry him back to that greatness we saw in 2021 where he won the Dally M. Um, Canterbury Bankstown, I I love everything that they're doing there. Um, Raymond Faitala Mariner, he, he said something interesting. He said they've rediscovered their purpose. And I guess that makes sense because the Bulldogs have looked a little bit lost for the last couple of seasons. But um, I think that the shake-up that they've gone through there, they've, they've recruited so strongly. Uh, Burton and Kickow could strike up something very, very dangerous indeed. Um, sad news for Luke Thompson, though. Um, with yeah. that training incident, he'll be out for a little while. And I think his dad and his brother was out, were out too to help celebrate the start of the season. So um, disappointing for him. Look, the blue and whites are on the up. Um, not just yet, though. I'm tipping Manly. Yeah, I, I think you've summed it up perfectly there, Vonnie, with Tom. I think we're hoping that we can just celebrate a big season from him, and that's why I've got Manly in the eight, because I think if he plays 20 or more games, they just play finals football. The record when he plays is around 70%, and when he doesn't, it's 35%. I think he's in for a big year. It wouldn't surprise me he wins the Dally M, and I think they'll start with a win on Saturday. Yep, Manly. <laughs> the Cowboys $1.36 in Townsville against the Canberra Raiders, $3.20 plus 8.5 at the line. Tough trip to start the season for the Raiders. Vonnie heading to the team, which, as you said, made fools of us all, mugs of us all last year. I've got them winning the comp. Oh, you know what? I'm not too far behind you. I think also the trophy could be going to Townsville this year. Mm. Um, Todd Payton's done incredible stuff. He, he stripped it right back to basics. Uh, they got rid of all those shortcuts that were creeping into their game. Um, he's been chasing them up Castle Hill in 40 degrees and 1,000% humidity. That is all over now. And, and I think just what we saw emerge from the Cowboys, Reuben Cotter, um, he... It's such an epic player. Jeremiah Nanai. In the off-season, he has signed a multi-million dollar deal um, and has become, you know, a millionaire overnight for the next four years. Uh, I think Tom Dearden became this little Lionheart that was exceptional for Queensland and also, of course, for the Cowboys. Uh, Scott Drinkwater wasn't even their first pick at fullback and now he's locked into a long-term deal. He has absolutely cemented himself as the number one there. Um, I was really concerned about the Raiders, Loz for the trials uh, is that an accurate uh, gauge yes you want to play a little bit better but I, I've never been one yeah and I, I can never comment on trials because I never had a crack at all I just wanted to get through uninjured um, but Ricky being the competitor he is he's different to me and he would have wanted to see a lot more if I'm coaching it I want to see more but as a player I just know internally how I'm feeling um I think it's difficult for them to go up to North Queensland and win this weekend. Mm. Um, and for me, the Cowboys, yep. But I, only question mark I have on the Cowboys is the young blokes, how much more improvement they got in them. Because they they went from zero to 100 very quickly. And Chad Townsend, can he repeat what he did last season? Because I thought he was really, really good. Where I had question marks on him the previous year. But I think the Cowboys can win, and I think they will win. Um, and it's going to be a difficult place for the Raiders to go first up in that heat and humidity. We're all tipping the cows. Correct. Cows all round. Saturday night, Shark Park. Cronulla in South. Sharks outsiders as their minus Nico Hines. $2.50 plus 4.5 at the line. The Bunnies $1.53, Vonnie. I think I'm like most footy fans. They looked at this and said, no, Nico Hines, I better back the Bunnies. Um, I think that's... 
that's no disrespect to the Sharks. I think it just is an indication of how important mm. uh, Nico Hines has become in the last 12 months to Cronulla and, and, of course, their hopes of winning a premiership. I think they will absolutely be one of the huge threats this year. Um, but no Nico Hines for this week and potentially listening to James Hooper last night um, a little bit more. But here's the reigning Dalian medalist. You can't underestimate uh, the influence and the impact and the imprint that he has had on the Shire. Uh, Craig Fitzgibbon delivered above and beyond and absolutely everyone loves Fitzy we called it the Fitzy effect um, he is now locked in long term so I think the the future is incredible for the Sharks but I've tipped the Bunnies I think they've just kept this unique um, and very connected playing group together uh, you even saw it their season launch if anyone follows them on socials they all turned up to their season launch looking like extras out of Yellowstone they had all the big Cobras on and, and Latrell Mitchell was leading that and you can just tell that there's something very special happening um, in and around Latrell Mitchell in and around Cody Walker there's some wonderful young players coming through. I love Lachlan Ilias. He's been able to go just start to learn his trade and, and go about that in a, in a really um, encouraging environment. Um, and I, I think, you know, probably Latrell Mitchell summed it up best. You've got to chase greatness. And they've, they've mm. set the bar sky high for themselves this year. So, um, and look, Cameron Murray is just the ultimate NRL yeah. player in any regard. So, yeah, I've tipped the bunnies. I'm going the Bunnies too. I expect both these teams to be there uh, at the back end of the season. No, Nico, Latrell is saying the right things and I think he'll deliver. Bunnies. Bunnies all round. Then we go to Suncorp, 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon. Dolphins, $6. Roosters, $1.13. 17.5 start for the newcomers, the Dolphins. Tough-ass first up, but the Roosters certainly missing some players, Vonnie. They are, but Trent Robinson always has them ultra-prepared, um, ultra-professional. He holds all those players to those uh, exacting principles. Uh, Walker and Keary have both been named. Um, Tedesco at fullback, Lodge and Collins starting up front. Got the Butcher Boys, um, Nat and Egan in the back row. Joseph Suwali'i, uh, I just can't wait to see what 2023 does for him. Um, the big talking point, obviously, Anthony Milford. Uh, but if anyone's... Um, got a chance to have a look at Isaiah Katoa. Um, he's he's going to be a star. Deb- yeah, mm. absolutely. Debut at five, eight and a half alongside Sean O'Sullivan. He's a superstar out of the Panthers system. Um, he's a Barker College schoolboy whiz kid. He's got everything that you need to to make a success of yourself in the NRL. Um, I've actually tipped him for Rookie of the Year, Isaiah mm. Katoa. Um, having said that, I think the Roosters will get this done at Suncorp Stadium. Yeah, I think the Roosters will get it done, but I think that Redcliffe will be tough to beat. I, I think they won't beat themselves. So I think, I think their high completion rates will keep them in the game. Uh, Roosters go up there, expected to win. Um, I remember we played uh, the Crushers in the first ever game at Suncorp Stadium. And we were coming off the back of a grand final. And we ended up winning the game in the end. But the first 60, 65 minutes was quite, was quite hard. And I, I think this will be the same in this game. So I'll go with the Roosters, but I reckon the Dolphins will be up for the challenge. Roosters, 24-61. to yeah. Try scorers, Croker, Daly, Mullins, Matt Wood. Mm. But, Trevor, but it was a tough game. I was going to say the Axe would game. have been there yeah. for sure. Yeah, it was a tough game. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, mate, I have to show you this team list, Loz. Anyway, we've run out of time, but we've got one game left, and it's Clarkie's Tigers, Leichhardt Oval, Fox League, 6-15, Sunday night, $1.70 with tab. Titans, $2.15. Two and a half is the line. Uh, Tigers, the minus. The Benji slash Tim Sheen slash 
whatever era you mm. want to call it there at Tiger Town starts, do they win first up? You know how sometimes rugby league, all the stars align? Uh, I think Sunday to begin your premiership season at Leichhardt Oval and back in charge is Tim Sheens coaching his 250th game and the two men who he rode the highs of winning and the lows of leaving a club yeah. with will be in the coach's box with him, Benji Marshall and Robbie Farry. You couldn't write a better script. Uh, I, I, look, I've tipped the West Tigers. I, I think all the talk and the touchstone to 2005, they've they've really juiced that up this preseason. Um, I think you, Appy Coruscant will be irreplaceable at the Panthers. You cannot um, overestimate how important he will be uh, for the West Tigers. Uh, John Bateman I, look he's just at the club just having him here is important Isaiah Papali'i is a wonderful recruit um, yeah I think the, the West Tigers get it done but I, look I, I like the Titans I don't think they're going to be um, as dismissible as they probably were in, in some moments mm. last year so uh, if you want to keep an eye on I know round one's all about just keeping an eye on some people Alofi Khan Pereira um, he scored four tries uh, against the Dolphins at the trials. He is, uh, he's going to be the new Fox, they reckon, for the Titans. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for him if you're looking for an anytime try scorer. But West Tigers. Um, I know all the stars are aligning. I'll go with the Tigers. But I think you're right with the Titans. I think they're not going to be easy beats this year. In fact, I think this is a stronger side than what they've had in the last two years. Definitely. So you are tipping so I'll the go Tigers. Tigers, yeah. Tigers, of course. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. No brainer. And you'll be tigers by, them on Monday. Tigers by 12. Oh, okay, that'll do. Yeah. Tigers all round. Oh, that uh, hurts. It doesn't have to go for the Tigers. It, no, well, it does. It hurts. I'm with you, mate, all the way. Rock tigers are as uh, safe as the Dragons. Dragons have got to buy. That's a win. You don't want to be doesn't matter how you get them, mate. Does not matter how you get them. Hey, Vonnie. Yes. So good to have you back. Can I just do an Uncle Laurie tip? Of course you can. I go? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay, Randwick, <laughs> race seven, number 11, Golden Mile. It's a Godolphin Colt, Nash Rowilla. That is Uncle Laurie's tip for Saturday. In the Canterbury Stakes. Yes. Seven eleven Golden Mile, $6 with tab. And uh, that's against this very, very well-backed Imperatries, this New Zealand mare. And uh, we'll get stuck into the form for that tomorrow for sure. But uh, thank you, Vonnie. It's about to tick over three minutes past eight. He'll be back next week. Oh, hopefully. <laughs>